I didn't realize it was five years. I knew that it was multiple years. Yeah. It's yeah, fifth year. It's yeah. as old as my son. My son's turned five. The festival's turned five. Oh. I, yeah, I did the first festival it. like a month after he was born. Like a month after he was born. Wow. A couple weeks after he was born. William's been killing it with the fest. Um, this year we've had ample time to plan mm-hmm. for the fest so i feel like um in the vein of putting more energy towards something this year is just going to be one for the books it's like we're really excited about it super enthusiastic and we're stoked on the amount of people who just offer to donate their time and come hang out because that makes or breaks things too being able to just have the infrastructure to guide people through this amazing process it's going to be really great Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be the best year. Yeah, the speakers this year were really just pumped up on all the educators that are making their way out. I mean, including yourself, you're coming from the other side of the country, so we're just stoked at the support. And uh, yeah, I'm just ha- I'm happy that we're able to like get speakers out and like yeah. pay for travel and like do some stipend potentially and like. I've never been able to do that. I lost money on this festival every single year. And like, this is the, this is the first time that like, I haven't had to pour my own funds into the festival yet. It's, it's turning into a real real permaculture system. You know, it's like not taking, it's like reciprocating, you know? So yeah, I'm stoked. Took a long time in the making, but. We're stoked for the kids section too. We really wanted to do something this year that was, um, you know, helping to educate the kids more. So we've got a couple like, Plant and mushroom walks planned for them. They've got some kids yoga going on. Uh, they've got a ton of activities. They've got their own little schedule, so that'll be great. Because a part of the parents being able to have time and be successful is making sure that the little ones are taken care of. So that was really important for us this year when we were kind of, you know, blueprinting the whole thing. It seems like our uh, the fungal community, the mycology community, mushroom community has so much um teamwork built into it there's this like you said willingness to volunteer there's this donation of time it's it's amazing yeah what what do you think that is why do you think that is is there because you don't see it in everything even in permaculture you don't see it to that degree i think i think people are really wanting to be a part of something and this community is everyone you know so them being able to just get involved in any way they can i mean i feel like that's the biggest response we get back is like how can we just be a part of a part of this we just want to come hang out and also I mean, like, at home a lot too i think mushrooms are like just getting really really trendy i mm-hmm. think that people can find something like i feel like most people can find something that they're interested in regards to mushrooms like it's not just like growing mushrooms or like finding wild mushrooms or like there's mushroom textiles, mushroom for art, like mushrooms for biotechnology, like yeah, like whatever, like there's all these different avenues that people can take and like everybody's so interested in it. And like a lot of people have caught that like mushrooms can potentially like save the world and like mm-hmm. all these things. And like I talk about it in a lot of podcasts, so like I don't think one thing's going to save the world, but like, a lot of people like are just hooked on that mushrooms. It's like what what they need to team with for a better future. Yeah, just paper and then the book binding and then the lichen dye, which is cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, 
I mean, like just one by one, we got more people. Like we first started out with the mushroom paper, then somebody wanted to do natural notebook binding, and then somebody else came in. They're like, I want to do uh, dyeing with lichens. So it's just like all kind of ties together. Everybody can, anybody that wants to participate can like make their own paper, make their own notebook, and like make it whatever color that they want to make it, which should be pretty cool. Yeah, so I mean, there's like a little bit for everybody. Um, but like, honestly, I don't know. I mean, again, like this is something I've been talking about in recent podcast interviews a lot. Is like, I uh, really hope that the enthusiasm that's around mycology and mushrooms right now can be translated into other things like permaculture and entomology and like uh, phycology, because like people are making such innovations from a citizen science level, which is something unique when you take a science out of a collegiate level and people have to try and figure it out from what they have, like not working with laboratories, not working with these standard techniques. Um, we see such advancement at a rapid rate. So I want to like kind of see that more. I mean, permaculture is probably the next up in line for that. And like through that lens of permaculture is how like a lot of us find all this other stuff anyway. So I see mycology and understanding of fungi as mycelial in the way that it interconnects everything and it, it shows you the actual economy, the actual cycles and relationships between things. But that's what permaculture does between all the sciences um, mm -hmm. in, in a micro to macro kind of way. And so for me, I feel like that's what's going to happen with all. I mean, it's like the, the, the fungi, the mycology, the, the mushroom love, you know, the mush love is, is magnifying and growing and growing until it gets to this this level where it starts spilling over into phycology and you know all these different like uh, different aspects um, that it relates to because everything's fungal. I mean, there's yeah. not a, a cycle on Earth that doesn't somehow tie in fungally. And then our culture. One of the coolest things, you know, when I started get diving into this, was like, wait a second, yeast is fungi. What? Uh -huh. Right. And then I'm like, so bread's fungal. So why yeah. is fungal? So all these yeah. questions, their sacrament is completely fungal. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's like this whole like relearning of what we are yeah. and like recontextualizing. Yeah. And so, so yeah. I really feel like it's this like, like a, like a stain or, or an inoculation of understanding. It is, yeah. And so, the, the way it, you know, it, it, it pairs with citizen science too, right? And it's inoculating that. And I feel like for, for so some. many people, when they hear citizen science, they're like, well, what are my options, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you actually look into mycology, it opens up so wide. And you're like, well, do you want to make medicine at home? Do you want to be right. you know, fabric? Do you want to be dealing with your waste in a regenerative way? Do you want to be, uh, you know? the door that opens to people that just want to come over and learn how to cultivate, you know, like I just want to do this at home and like that opens a whole other community too, especially in this area. Williams done so much kind of like prepping for the market in a sense where like they weren't mushrooms weren't that big around here. And now you're able to sell lion's mane in different places. And like the comprehension is there. People are like, heck yeah. Like I know what this is. Cool. Yeah. It took a long time. And, and like I've had cool other see. growers come up and like, just say thank you for the work that I did to make them make it way easier for them to be able to get into this market and start selling things like like I know I wouldn't be able to sell all these weird mushrooms if you weren't yeah. out here like telling people all about it for the past like five six years 
but it's cool to get more growers on, you know, the side of things and like come over to the house for like, it opens the door, the portal, I suppose, for like so many different things. Like you come over for basic mushroom cultivation class and then William Host is going to be teaching a spirulina class a couple weeks later. People are like, cool, that sounds good too. Like I'm going to go figure that out. And I just feel like it's such an intro into so many things, which is the point, you know? It's, it's exciting. So many of these uh, of these festivals that you go and you sit and you're just lectured at, and then you you leave. Yeah. And it's and it really depends on the the energy that the speaker has and the overlap of your interest. And mm -hmm. what I've noticed when I look at your website, when I look at mycofest.net, is that first of all, it's visually stunning, but then it's like the emphasis on arts is completely yeah. holistic. It's all the way through. From the title yeah. all the way down, there's yeah. artistic yeah. sensibility. And yeah. you, that is like a missing human element, like an X factor, that human yeah. expression and love and care and fascination that is like missing from all these other uh, festivals and conferences and everything. How did that arrive? Yeah. How did that come up? I mean, it's just been that way the entire time. Like. I started the Mycosymbiotics Festival after I had attended all these agricultural conferences and gone to these like different permaculture convergences and like all of these other things. And I'm just like, this is not for me. Like, and like, I saw this like reoccurring theme at all these conferences. They're like up at some expensive resort or up at some expensive lodge and you have to drive out into the country. Mm -hmm. And there's always like, it's like, since I started going to these conferences, they're like, how do we get more diversity at these conferences? Like, how do we get more people of color? How do we get more young people? Like, and I'm just like, uh, make it. Well, first of all, this is way far away from the city. There's no public transportation out here. I got profiled by a cop on the way in. Mm -hmm. Like, there's nothing. Like, it's all boring out here. You know what I mean? Like, like if I wasn't completely enthralled in all this different forms of agriculture, like, who would want to be out here listening to these these speakers? Like, talk about all these things. If it wasn't for these little lights of like these like people that are super enthusiastic about their work. Like, I mean, like time and time again, I've gone to these conferences seeking out information and I get somebody reading a book back to me that they read versus yeah. like somebody that's actually hands on with the experience, you know, like there's so many people that are just like, just like regular education. They're just throwing up and spewing out things that they've already seen. So I'm just like, how do I solve the issues of all of this in one swipe? Yeah. And like, I really always wanted to go to all these other mushroom festivals, but like when I first started, there wasn't any mushroom festivals on the East coast really. Like, like I'd have to go all the way to like down South into Georgia, or I'd have to go to like Colorado or like all the way out to like the Pacific Northwest to go to a mushroom festival. And being a young person that dropped out of school and had a child really young, there wasn't ever anything that was like economically like viable for me. So I was like, all right, how do I fix this? And how do I make it all work? So the first year, um, we I was just like, all right, arts. Like, all the kids like might not be into mushrooms or anything, but like they'll probably want to come out and see cool art. They'll probably want to come out and listen to their favorite bands mm -hmm. or whatever. So I was like, all right, let me get these great local bands. Um, let me get all these cool artists in. Let me make it affordable for kids. Yeah. You know, um, let me make it cool. Like, like it was emphasis on like the intensive mushroom stuff, but we went foraging and like. Um, we had 
uh, beautiful woman and her partner. Um, her name was Kai Wingo. I can't remember the name of the gentleman, but he's like really big as far as like high dose psilocybin stuff goes. So like we had people talking about psychedelic safety with, with in a family setting. So like all those kinds of things were like drawing a lot of people in. And like, that's something that I've tried to like continue working with moving forward um, because I saw how successful it was. And every year it's just grown and grown. Um, and I've, I saw a change in all the things. Like the first, the first years we have all sorts of diversity. We have kids, we have adults, um, we have retired people, we have LGBTQ, we have brown people, we have like whatever, you know, everybody came. And like, like this, one of the other years we had like a whole hip hop thing. We had rappers come in and like do their thing. So like we all just like bring in this diversity and through that scene, people that probably would have never cared about anything ecological come out to the festival, you know? Um, so I don't know, just be in the change, I guess. Yeah. And then I think from a design standpoint, um, it's been really fun for my brain to work on mycosymbiotic stuff because it's real near and dear to my heart, but it's also like, I don't know, the infrastructure was already there. Like William had already kind of laid down this stuff. So me as like a visual like creative and designer i'm able to like take that and be like all right so here's the infrastructure for it how am i gonna rebrand and apply you know and kind of like remarket it to people that are out there that aren't necessarily always into coming and looking for mushrooms or they don't know that that's what they want to do yet i mean we have so many of my friends that are coming from new york that are just in like the fashion and art scene that like they've got no idea how they're getting there they're gonna take a bus or whatever but they just want to come hang out they want to come camp it looks approachable um and I think that being able to convey artfully put together designs that are open that's how you attract so many different types of people do you want to let I mean that's like it's it's all in the name mycosymbiotics. Like it's not just a biological symbiosis. It's like a cultural symbiosis. So like it's time to bring all these things together. Yeah. And for some reason, like mushrooms are the one to the ones to do it. So like we're bringing all these different cultures in, bringing all this different life in, and just melding it all together. I'm gonna let her in. She's in. Um. Yeah, I feel like that's super special, and then I feel like it's a connection to between so many different facets that we've been able to just like you know attract and a lot of our marketing with even our products is very so like that way where we want artfully functional designs that people are able to pick up anybody can pick up and understand it and if that opens the door for you to be able to be intro to mushrooms and then come out for a plant walk or a mushroom walk or whatever it might be, then that's cool. We're cool with that intro. You know, products are a, a form of marketing in a sense, you know, like great, amazing, have this medicine, but part of the medicine could be you coming out and hanging out with us too and finding out something new about yourself. And I think that that's kind of the whole premise for a lot of this stuff. So what are some music acts that are coming this year that you're super excited about? We've got a couple of local people that are coming that it, that's going to be really cool. Um, a, a band that we saw in Asheville a while ago that's local to here, which is um, X-Mag. Um, They're a doing some of DJ their, sets. It's yeah, be awesome. A couple yeah. of their members are coming, which is cool. Um, and then 
who are you most excited about music wise? Music wise? I'm excited about the, we're going to have a, um, a static dance. A, yeah. And she's going to come hang out and just lead people through dance or whatever, which is a cool prep for a lot of people who just like, you know, don't want to get into it right away. And I feel like that's a cool opener. All the musical acts are really good. This yeah. Year. yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I mean, usually, usually by Saturday night, there's this like aura, there's this vibe that's starting to settle in. See you, bud. Bye, bud. Um, but yeah, like everybody just gets really flowy. Like I don't know what people are doing out in fields or whatever, but they come back up to the lodge and they're just like grooving and flowing and like. Yeah. I mean, we have there. Like, everybody just I don't know. It just becomes this really like beautiful yeah. um, situation, and it's crazy too. I mean, like because like during the day, everybody's all tuned in. Like they're all like nerding out like some people are out like just yeah. hanging out with the vendors or like watching people do live paintings but like everybody's all tuned in and then nighttime comes around and everybody's jamming i mean we do have beer and stuff like that we're i think this year to we're gonna it. uh we're gonna do a cbd bar as well um i was gonna say but we were excited about the beverage tent that yeah. we've got going on um yeah, one of cool. our near and dear friends out of new york his name's rich he has a company called mombucha um and he his company is amazing he's got a whole community incubator space in brooklyn where he runs a certified kitchen and he incubated us for a really long time and i mean honestly we wouldn't be where we are with product standpoint with without his help um, he donated a bunch of booch to the festival and he's been running off of his mom's recipe for a real long time it's called mom Bucha. Yeah. yeah it's all small batch so we're doing the kombucha and then um we'll have a bunch of Cordyceps cold brew and Cordyceps mate. Cordyceps mate, which is going to be another really cool collab. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll have our beer and whatnot, and that'll be a cool. The beer's all going to be uh, inoculated with mushroom, um, and then there'll be other like mushroom extracts and capsules available with all the meals and things like that. Yeah, it's just fun again, like seeing the community come together, and I mean, also touching on the art, which is cool. And I was talking about people coming from New York. We've got a friend that's coming who does like amazing chain stitch embroidery. He's just gonna sit down with his machine and try to like stitch shirts, Michael, Michael Fest shirts for people, just kind of, you know, one of one pieces and that's live art, you know? That's that's cool. So we're, we're so excited about that. Yeah. yeah. I love how I, you're I diving into just... products and creation, yeah. supporting other creators because that's the actual economic leverage point that of change mm -hmm. in our communities i think um a lot of people fail in permaculture to make the leap from the information side and maybe the gardening side we can lump in there too to the business side um because mm -hmm. they, yeah. they, they got the garden you know maybe they have an orchard or food forest but how to make you know turn things into a business with your understanding of science and yeah. and all the interconnections yeah that was a big thing for me, like starting out with permaculture. Like when I started out with permaculture, I was hanging out around a bunch of hippies and everybody's like, oh, you don't need to worry about this and just trade your barter. Da, 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 da. And like, I was broke. I was like, yo, this isn't working. Like this is permaculture. It's supposed to be like a whole system is supposed to be reciprocating, you know? So like I had to like take a step back from the people I was around and like just focus on the business. And like, mm -hmm. that's how mycosymbiotics became what it is today. And like, fortunately now, like a lot of the people that I learned from, um, have started really amazing businesses like my mentor Ben Ben Weiss. He'll be at the festival too. He now uh, now runs Susquehanna Apothecary and Susquehanna Sustainable Industries 
and uh, has been doing incredible business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's cool to see the community growing and all that kind of stuff, but the business aspect of it is really important. We and also again, do as long, love bartering. Yeah, we do love bartering. We love There's like bartering. usually like a trade, a trade blanket or something at the festival. Yeah. But um, along the lines of like understanding microsymbiotics as like a greater idea, like we're con- we're continuously collaborating with businesses. Yeah. Like we each have our own business. I have microsymbiotics. She has cognitive function. We help with each other. Yeah. All of our products are collaborative products. We do our cordyceps hot sauce with a fermenting business in North Carolina. We're doing the cordyceps mate with a with a mate brewing business in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And like, I think like, I'm not an expert at making all of these other things. Why should I try? You know what I mean? Like when I'm, I'm an expert at growing these mushrooms, mm-hmm. how about I just do what I'm good at and then collaborate with people that are doing good, whatever they're good at. I mean, it, I think that's the, I think that's the way moving forward, yeah. honestly. I mean, and then you help out other people too. I mean, like I've had so many people just like so thankful that, in, in collaboration with products that like I I'm promoting their product and like getting it out to all these people that they might have not had before or mm-hmm. had, uh, had exposure to before and things like that. Um, so, I mean, it is, it's very, very reciprocal. It's very uh, effective. It's a very effective way of doing business, I believe. And like, yeah. that's what a lot of like big industries are moving towards anyways. All these other industries are like, oh, we got to collab with this industry. We have to collab with this company and da, 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 da. So there's all this, like, this company and this company combined. Like, this is the product that we bring to you. So. Yeah. I mean, we don't need to burn out, right? You know, there's so much cultivation yeah. to be done, and that's what he's great at. And then there's all of the nutrition and um, food as medicine side of things, which is totally what I'm good at. So the collaboration with all of his skills and my skills together, you know, you have, like, a, a beautiful baby product where you're, like, this is what you need. We figured it out. <laughs> you know, we, we have businesses starting up all over the place, but I love the fact that you guys are co- like collaborating as businesses. And, I, and I've tried to model that, you know, with the affiliates and everything I do with my, my work and everything and the peer reviewing. And everything. Yeah. But, but to see it actually playing out, to see it rolling forward is so exciting. Cause I mean, that the product Cordyceps Mate didn't exist. You know what I mean? Like these things no. don't yeah. exist. So it's like innovation. No, we rolled out. Yeah. yeah, we rolled out the Cordyceps uh, popsicles at RMC last year, and those did so amazing. Like we yeah. sold out all of them, and <clears throat> I was sitting there like talking to Will on the phone one day, and when I was in the kitchen, I'm like, I think we're the first people to put mushrooms in a popsicle. I mean, <laughs> I feel like good about this or cool. Yeah. I mean, and like, I but don't know. We, we love that intro. Of, yeah. yeah. We love the, the we I want love, mushrooms in things so people can the, see the mushrooms and be like, yeah, what the heck? Okay, cool. That's a big thing. In like, like, let's jive with that. Like, like, that's our deal. Like, that's a part of our marketing, you know? It's a lot like, of the mushroom businesses, a lot of, like, any yeah. mushroom you can go get at any health food store, any product, like, you won't see the mushroom except for a picture, maybe a picture on the on the package. Yeah. But, like, it's all powders. I mean, like, even this, like, adrenal vitamin supplement we have has cordyceps in it, but it's, like, you would never, you never know. know. Yeah, you don't need, people don't know or what the mushrooms look like capsule. or what the mushrooms taste like and, like, I don't know. Uh, we're trying to get that figured out more, especially with the, the work that we're doing. But like getting back to like that innovation, it's like that's a big drive for the work that we do for the work that I've done yeah. in my entire life is just like creating novel experiences, creating new realities for it, for people, yeah. showing people things that weren't previously possible or what they didn't believe was possible. So, I mean, that's another thing that we're trying to do with like 
not only the spirulina but like other algae as well mm-hmm. and incorporating it with this kind with these kinds of things like we've already got the introduction we've got a group of people that are interested in mushrooms which are typically interested in all these other things as well um that we could just present all these kinds of things too so we got a lot of really cool interesting algal yeah fungal yeah alpha and omega kind alpha of things omega. in the works that i don't want to spill the beans on too much yeah, because you come to Michael Festival, yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of folks out there trying to snatch up intellectual property nowadays you yeah. know well we got to be careful that's why we just we just are yeah. together yeah, yeah always yeah. Things, <laughs> things in wraps, under yeah. wraps yeah. until it's ready you know yeah i love it i love it that is so good well, it's mycofest.net for everyone who's listening, and you should go there. You should, you should come. You should plan. There's still plenty of time to get things booked, get things set up. And what kind of art should we expect to see? Well, expect to see lots of mushrooms. I mean, there's going to be mushrooms, like, growing all yeah. over the place, not just wild, but cultivated mushrooms just, like, hanging around the, the festival. Um, we have a really amazing um artists coming up from new york or coming down from new york that does like a lot of like natural art installations like he has like mm, yeah he made, like a hat yeah. with like reishi antlers growing off of it people are gonna things, geek like, over that guy natural he's amazing sculptures yeah. and like all this crazy stuff and like um we have people that are gonna be out there like painting um all sorts of signs guiding you around the festival yeah um that are like cut out wooden mushrooms and like um a lot of visual arts, a lot of digital art. Um, what else? Who, I, uh, I don't know. I'm a walking piece of art. So yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the music. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. And then we're going to put a big board up, too. We're going to find some cool butcher paper to put up, like, a just big board of, like, write or draw whatever you're feeling in a, in a common zone, you know, and or leave your friend a note. I don't care. That's a form of art. We've really come up with so many cool final touches and pieces to this thing that I'm, I think we're both yeah, really I mean, excited about. If anybody, um, anybody that goes to mycofest.net, you can go to the schedule page and then the schedule yeah. has its own website, which is mycosymbioticsfestival.schedge.com. And on there, you can see all the artists that we're bringing out and they have like little bios and yeah. pictures and, and things like that. And you can book like all that. your classes. Oh yeah, and also book all your classes. So get on Schedge, like as soon as you buy your ticket, it, it automatically makes a makes a profile for you so you can go through and like say I'm gonna attend this class I'm mm-hmm. gonna attend that class whatever um, which is really helpful for us it's really helpful for the speakers to know how many people that they're gonna have in their class yeah um, so yeah definitely do that and as a speaker you have access to that too so you should do that too yeah yeah no I saw it I didn't it didn't register so this is really good that I'm getting this information there's a lot going on yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah anybody that's listening use the code mycofest20 mm-hmm. for 20 percent off general admission and family tickets that's 50 bucks guys yeah. 50 bucks on the general admission even more on the family capacity yeah so, yeah definitely yeah. use that mycofest20 yeah perfect that's spread, awesome spread spread the word tell spread the friends. word yeah tell everybody yeah <laughs> tell your mom <laughs> i have this 2000 year old corn variety and i've been meaning to ask you it, it, it i think it came from you originally Oh, somebody gave it to me in Georgia. They said it was like some old ancient corn variety. Oh, like somebody got from it you. to him? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, somebody got a corn, and I don't know what it is. What color is it? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen the, the kernels were, yet. The seeds were like pur- purple. Yeah. Yeah, they're from me. I'll just show you yeah. whenever I harvest the cobs, and yeah. maybe you might be able to tell me what it is. 
Oh, you're, you're growing it? The speckled, yeah. purple speckled? Yeah. 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 Yes! This is amazing. Okay, this is wonderful. So yeah. uh, that's the greatest news. That's so good to hear. Because I've been- might be ready when you see it there. Oh my word, that's crazy. <laughs> I would expect it to take longer though. I mean, yeah, I don't. It's like I mean, it's been doing really well. It's it did it's doing great. I mean, yeah. like it it I de it definitely needed more nutrients in the soil. Yeah. But um, it shot out tassels like a couple weeks back, and like it has cobs growing on it right now. The dog pees yeah. on it. <laughs> I did three sisters so with it. Glad. And all that in there, but I also like planted it next to a hybrid type of corn. So I think they're gonna cross pollinate, but um, I still have some more seeds left, so I'll probably just do another it's round okay. the next. It'll destroy that hybrid's genetics. It's way more powerful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I figured it was just gonna like, make it digress like so many years. <laughs> like it was gonna bring back the hybrid corn, like to like well, some like. So yeah. so the, that corn is like so fascinating because it's a land race. So the genetics are mm -hmm. like like so much longer, so much more diverse. Than the mm -hmm. you know the white and, and yellow corn that we grow usually, so it's like mm -hmm. it's it's got so much information and not only that it's it's seeking because it's still adapting, so it's going yeah. like this it's like what am I gonna use, and so it's it throws out some wildness. I had one yeah. corn stalk that was sixteen feet high and had a crown of cobs on top with the tassels there. Oh, yeah, that's insane. And I was told. Whoa. That that's the original way that it grew. Yeah. All together. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I'm really happy you guys just made that I'm gonna connection. Go, yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been wanting, wanting to ask, yeah. but I just keep forgetting. Yeah. I'm going to hang out by so it. That is so epic. <laughs> I can't wait. So I'm growing that corn here, too. It's the only, uh, well, I'm growing another purple corn, too, that um, has the same genetics, actually, um, but it freaked out and went to lipstick, like, like like violet lipstick purple, like it's unbelievable and it's flower corn and it doesn't have any speckles or anything. It's solid color. Um, so I have that growing too, but I'm all about that crazy purple corn. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. you just made my day like times 10. That is so <laughs> here's someone who's growing the impossible purple speckled corn. <laughs>